beautiful downtown Kihei. Home of the Denny Swastika. So after the homeless person uh, kept saying he wanted to eat the kid's adrenochrome, I can't stop thinking about the Paul Simon song, Kodachrome, and just keep singing Adrenochrome instead. I would love for a raw adrenaline nerve to just suck on right now. Yeah, dude. Just a little... So What's your favorite flavor of hand soap? <laughs> so bizarre. I don't like, I like a nice pomegranate white tea. Mm, oh, yeah? So, makes your hands smell so delicious. I like the little bubbles in there that clog up the toilets. <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, <laughs> Vincent Floaty, how you doing today? Call me a co-horse. <laughs> I'm, I'm the vid, you're the COVID. Mm. All right. And guess what? We are opening up our borders to people who choose and don't choose to get tested by tests that may or may not work. So guess what, everybody? We did it. We beat COVID. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all. We did you did. hear that, Vincent Foti? We beat COVID. I'm so excited to hear yeah. that we beat COVID. Now, skeptics what are, you basing that on? are gonna because we we're opening up the island, we're traveling again. We clearly cured COVID. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, skeptics will tell you that every single day has been the worst day of COVID since July. Yeah, you and know. What, you know what? I don't know. You know what I'm more concerned about? I'm more concerned about your gravy levels. <laughs> I too am concerned about your gravy levels. I'm concerned about the gravy levels. And that's Doug. why this is gonna be one for the books here, Vincent Fody. Not the COVID levels. No. And so we're really pumped about today's show, man. Bend so pumped. Abigail May, cause here comes a gravy pipe. Some shows are gonna be the biscuitest. This is gonna be the graviest show we've had in a long time, baby. It's about to be an October revolution. <laughs> Are you ready to ride the gravy train? Ah, I'm riding the gravy train like the top of a dumb action movie. Uh, today's show is brought to us by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? You know it! Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. I wonder if Bob Dylan can open up his own jar of dill pickles. Probably not. Right? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think so. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Chris Brown's Batteries. Chris Brown's batteries get charged with battery from Chris Brown. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. Remember? Because he, like, beats up women. And he's not even a cop. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I like my calamari the same way Chris Brown likes his women. Battered. Batter. Oh, I love it. Mm, oh, so that's good. Funny. He's a terrible person. <laughs> Speaking of funny, uh, did you know that there's a comedy show coming up? I heard. Tomorrow. It's a friend of the show, Corky Gardner. So if you're listening to this show the day it comes out, which is Wednesday... Then, of next week <laughs> which is when, <laughs> if you're listening to it on spotify not if you're listening to it uh on the radio yes on the historic kaku amphitheater aka the biscuits and gravy amphitheater but yes tomorrow october 22nd which is a thursday there's going to be another comedy show at vibe we're celebrating another birthday last time it was Ch it was chino mm -hmm. friend of the show chino lafords this time it's friend of the show corky gardner it's her birthday coming as up. seen in the lovely series where in the world is corky <laughs> where in the world is corky and also from her hit youtube channel cooking with corky mm. 
Hmm. So happy birthday, Corky. It's going to be a fun show tomorrow. That's at Vibe. Uh, and I believe that's going to be at 8 p.m. Tickets are $10. $10 make you holla. Uh, Chino and Corky are both featuring. And I'm I hosting the show. I heard you're going to do some, some comedy as well. I'm just hosting. So I'm going to do it Chuck style where I just get up and do like a minute up front. And then you get real lit and, and do then I get 20 minutes real in the middle. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be a good time. So I would like to see everybody come out for that. Support Corky. Yeah. She's such a great gal. Yeah, and support Vincent Fody. He's a great gal, too. I am I'm something. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. And you can write to us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We do not have biscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. No. Someday. Those darn biscuit eaters do. <laughs> or you can visit us at a website I totally own. BiscuitWars.com. Yeah, Biscuit Eater. You're a Biscuit Eater, Chuck. Funding for BiscuitWars.com comes from an endowment from Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. And also by Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to golden ear, get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. Oh, man. Then we're going to have spoiler alert. Ooh, I watched a lot of terrible movies this week. Vincent Fody watched a lot of really good TV this week. Uh, we're going to ruin so it much for you. TV and movies. We're going to be talking about Wes Anderson later Oh, on no the way, show. little Wes Anderson, huh? Uh, we also got a little Gluttony Club coming Tons up Tons of Gluttony Club. One could say I'm gluttonous. Here come the meat sweats. Oh, I got the meat sweats all day, baby. Talk about food so much, you're going to say, here come the meat sweats. Well, we talked about cooking. We talked about comedy. We're going to talk about stuff on TV. We're going to talk... Right. We're going to talk about all that stuff, Chuck, coming up later on the show. Um, Can I get an all right? All right. All right. Plus, we're going to have a special phone call. Our lines are opened up. Guess what, Vincent Fody? We got our phone privileges back. Oh, really? We can. I know. <laughs> we can afford to pay. I feel your like phone I'm bill? 16 and I finally cleaned the bathroom. Oh. I got my phone back. Well, hopefully, maybe uh, somebody will call us. Yeah, anyway. someone who it controls the universe would give us a nice little phone call later. But before and we get into that, I got a question for you, Chuck. W- before we get into something, you have a question for me? Are you? How are you feeling today? Hmm. Feeling better now. I'll you tell feeling, you what. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'll tell you what. What's going on, man? I. It was funny that the, one of the first things your girlfriend was talking about today was uh, skeet skeet memes. <laughs> That's Be- because I was swimming this morning and I was singing the song of "Feel Gooding on Wednesday," but to the beat of "Skeet Skeet Skeet," and then I was doing oh, yeah? the reverse. Oh, skeet skeet skeet. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty darn toot and fabulous. Yeah, I'm. Feeling, I would say if I was a cleaning well. product, I would be fabuloso. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I'd be spick and span. Cool. <laughs> oh, that joke spans the centuries. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what else I want to talk about, Chuck? What? Before we got into anything else. How, you're very um, gaseous today. You know, <laughs> you're very... Have you been practicing seltzer drinking been all drinking week? Drinking lots of uh, soda water. Yeah, that's how you know. Vince Vody, no longer uh, a teenager. It's those magic bubbles. He's old. I don't know why they call it dirty 30s. You're so clean, bro. Tiny bubbles. Um, do you, remember we've, we've been talking about that guy from the Nexium cult? Clearly. Uh, what's his name? Don't Keith, drink a puddle. Keith Ranieri. Keith, yes. Yes. Um, so he just got charged recently. 
it's actually in the news. There's also the whole document, the whole documentary series going on on HBO right now. It's called The Vow. We talked about that the last couple of weeks. And, so if you guys uh, are living under a rock, uh, there's people that are not Democrats that are also sex traffickers. Is that right? <laughs> that's that's true. Okay, cool. Can you believe it? I have a hard time believing it, but I have an HBO membership, so well vicariously. Thanks, man. So I believe it now. Uh, yeah. So it's it's just weird because it made me remember we were talking about this whole Nexium cult like years ago. Yep. And then we got the good old biscuit and, bump. Yeah. And then I got the biscuit bump. This is just another thing that was scooped by our radio show. Some people which are is uh, crazy. We we were ahead of the game when it always. came to uh, PizzaGate. Always. <laughs> we were the first ones telling everybody that there's a, a secret cabal of pedophiles that are running the government. And then, even before QAnon. And then it turned out to be true. It is true. Yeah, we were like the original QAnon. Yeah. You got to start your day the biscuit and gravy way, baby. We yeah, got so, radio smothered and covered. We can't just be making up scurrilous rumors. Right, we're, exactly. We're the truth yeah. network here. And so when Allison Mack or whatever, when we say that she is in Hold a, on. a sex Hold on. about the cult? woman who... Who can shrink into a, a silver puddle and slip under doors? From this, from the secret world of Alice and Mac on Nickelodeon. Yeah, that, is that the same? That's real. Hold on. Apparently, she's. Oh, I thought that was a TV show, but then it turns out that uh, Alice and Mac is a real person. That's who, how they were trafficking the children. Who can really turn into a puddle of mercury? Mm. And and then she kidnaps women and brands them maybe and turns them into mercury. If you turn into a puddle of mercury, but you were like <laughs> Freddie Mercury at the same know, time. I, I haven't been paying attention. I'm traveling at the dish. speed of light. I want to make a supersonic man out of you. Why? If they're from if they're from Britain, why is he Mr. Fahrenheit and not Mr. Celsius? <sighs> Answer me that, Chuck. At least traveling so, at the speed of light. So just remember, anytime you hear us say something that sounds a little crazy, like lizard people or something like that. Just New re- World Order, Agenda 21. Just remember, the <laughs> next time you think that we're making nonsense up about chemtrails or depopulation, yep. just remember, we were right. Yep. And the two years from now, you'll be doing lines of chemtrails, just thanking biscuits and gravy for being one step ahead of the shoe shine. Two years, two years from now, we're gonna have photographic evidence of lizard people on Venus, and people we are already have at- them on planes. <laughs> well, we all know that Jay Z flies coach, and that he turned into a shape shifting lizard person. Oh wait, hold on, we're getting a phone call here. Oh, hello, caller, you're live on the air with biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, oh my goodness. It's the Trump himself. Oh, my goodness. We haven't heard from you in so long. How are you doing, President Trump? Boys, I couldn't be doing more fantastically (laughs) right now. It's quite unbelievable. Really, I I find that hard to believe. Are you calling us from the other Oval (laughs) Office? It sounds very oval in there. Yes, it's a very great office. (laughs) People are saying it's the best office, actually. (laughs) So, Trump, you beat COVID. I've defeated COVID just as strongly as I'm going to defeat Joe Biden in November. Landslide. Oh, God willing. Oh, my God. I know. The fleet. I hope the Fleetwood Mac happens. Now, there was there was a little bit of controversy going around because some people didn't think that you actually did get COVID. Could you believe that, Trump? Some people think that you, our fearless leader, would fake having COVID to get out of destroying Biden in the next next event. Fake news. It's all fake news, boys. I had the COVID. I looked at COVID straight in its eyes, and I said, you get the hell out of my body right now. <laughs> you know what? It's gone. Did you close down your body's border to COVID? I built a wall. Strong defense. 
<laughs> you built a cellular wall around all your cells, and it kept all the COVID out. And guess who paid for it? Mexico. Uh, <laughs> of course. Now, some people were saying that you deserved to get COVID. Uh, that was you. You I, said <laughs> you said that Trump deserved to get COVID. I would never say that about about our friend and president Donald Trump. And you we said it, dude. We wish you well, Donald Trump. We we just hope that nothing but the best for you. Now we just hope that you did not go to the presidential Quiznos in Maui during or around the time you had COVID. On a while, <laughs> you didn't go to the Quiznos, did you? Boys, I got some bad news. I believe I've properly infected all of the presidential Quiznos employees. <laughs> okay. Oh no! Well, that's okay. I'm sure they can just they could just close down for a little while in quarantine. No, you just got to get your sandwich baked. It cooks it out. Oh yeah, that's that's good. You just put your sandwich in yeah, the sunshine, and the sunshine kills the COVID, right? Yep. Absolutely. You can get it Trump's way. They put a little colloidal silver on top. Now, you, because you did have COVID and then you beat it. Um, do you have any tips for our listeners out there that may get COVID in the future? Regeneron, okay? Regeneron, you need to, need to use it. It's a wonderful drug. I couldn't say enough about Regeneron. Regeneron? What, Regeneron. What is Regeneron? It doesn't have any stem cells in it, does it? It sounds like Reagan and Enron oh, together. I got, the best, I got the best stem cells that money can buy. Let me tell you, I got stem cells from all the strongest fetuses in the world and uh the, your evangelical base is fine with that look they do whatever i tell them to do they don't care about they have their hands in the air anyway <laughs> well that's that's now, good i'm trump, just glad that you're able to get the me- the best medical care possible trump now i was texting you earlier this week and uh i was asking you about the election and you said you just have it in the bag is that true it's a, no fears from you Boys, it's so in the bag right now. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing right now? Pooping. I'm taking a bath. Oh! Time to relax. <laughs> That's right. We're going to win Florida. We're going to win Wisconsin. We're going to win Pennsylvania. Yeah! <laughs> Trump, I love it. I love the enthusiasm. He's channeling his inner Howard Dean. Now, now, Trump, some people are saying that you deliberately put somebody in charge of the Postal Service to dismantle the possibility of mail-in ballots, to disenfranchise people in states that would be more likely to vote against you. What do you have to say about this? Look, I fight a really strong battle, and uh, part of my strategy is to, you know, not have anyone vote. (laughs) I love it. See? Sounds like a good strategy. You're so blunt, Trump. I just love it. You're just a man of the people. Now, what's this I hear about Biden wanting to raise the taxes on people? What's with that? He's going to raise your taxes so unbelievably, you're going to be like, hang on, we need this Trump guy back in the office. Now, what about people who make under half a million dollars a year? Is he going to raise taxes on them? Yeah, he's going to raise them all. Everybody, even he's going to raise taxes on poor people. If you're out there on the side of the road and you're panhandling for money, he's going to come by and he's going to take some change out of your coffee mug. Now well, that, I, that just makes sense. I was glad to hear when uh, when your tax returns came out because all the all the Democrats were saying that you didn't pay any taxes, but then your tax returns came out, and it turns out that you actually paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. So that must feel like sort of uh, like a relief to you, right? Because you were proved right. That's right. I said, Democrats in your face. Look, I pay my taxes. 
Right, exactly. I mean, $750, that's almost what I paid in taxes. So when they said that you didn't pay any taxes, that was a complete fabrication. Which is, again, why we can relate to Trump just so much. Look, I paid the equivalent of our two Chuck Toyota Corollas (laughs) per year, okay? That's a lot. That's a lot of Toyota Corollas. Yeah, that's a lot of miles, man. Yeah. Oh, also- 400,000 miles. You just, I heard that you said this week that if you lose to Biden that you're going to leave the country. Please tell me that's not true, Trump. It might be true, but you know what? It's not going to matter because I'm going to win so bigly. It's going to be embarrassing for him, honestly. He should leave the country. (laughs) Right. You think he's going to be so embarrassed that he'll have to leave the country? Yeah, he'll probably go move to Hungary. And work with an energy firm or something. <laughs> Speaking of hungry, I, I feel, I'm in the mood for some Quiznos. You know what I got right now? Right right, right here with me in my bath? What's that? I got some McDonald's. I've got some KFC. So I'm not good with the Quiznos for right now, but I've got the things that I need. KFC oh. is some good bath food. I, I agree. <laughs> and if you want to keep your food warm, you should keep a toaster oven next to the bathtub. <laughs> all right trump good luck with your toaster thanks for calling it's always great to hear from you glad to hear you have it in the bag i hope you win so you don't have to leave the country and you single-handedly beat covid say hi to melania for me give ivanka a nice firm grip on the butt (laughs) i'm gonna call you after this election we're gonna talk about how great of a victory it was 300 electoral votes and whatnot <laughs> wow if anybody can do it it's 20 you. more than possible it's i you, love it trump. trump all right well thanks for calling and uh it's great to hear from you we'll see you next time oh uh, good old right, trumpy right. bear have a great day <laughs> all right take care mr <laughs> president don't forget to make america gravy again make your gravy again baby <laughs> 2020 year of the biscuit all right uh, oh, that, that was, was friend of the show, Trump in a bathtub. <laughs> gotta gotta love Trump, man. Trump in a bathtub. I always I we hadn't heard from him in so long. I'm glad he kicked the whole COVID thing. Well, it's now bu- he's a busy guy. You he know? he is busy. Yeah, you know he's spending so much quality time with Melania and the golf and and the golf and traveling to Cuba, <laughs> <laughs> his homeland of Cuba. So always great to hear from Donald Trump. Trump in a bathtub is presented in a part by Jeffrey Tambor's tambourines. Shake things up. Hey, now. And also by Reggie Watts light bulbs. Brighten your day with Watts. Reggie Watts light bulbs. And viewers like you. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show here on KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We want to remind our listeners that they got it dialed into Maui's number two radio program. Number two? Hold on, let me play the number two. Number two! <laughs> and not only are we Maui's number two radio program. Number two! We're also... 150. 150. We're really far into this show, man. 150. We are part of a non-profit educational radio program <laughs> servicing the communities of the greater Maui area. And with that in mind, I want to start our next segment on the show called Morningwood with Vince Footy. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> That's the spooky, uh, evil laugh from the from the Halloween show. I don't remember know if you remember that? this. Two years ago, all you did was press my button. <laughs> and one year that, ago, we ate was, high spice. Yeah. On so two years two years ago, we did an entire show where all we did was play spooky Halloween clips. And then the year after that was actually our highest rated show of all time when we had the high spice Halloween. Yeah. That was our high spice Halloween spectacular. It was so high. Spectacular. Oh man. <laughs> okay, what were we doing? Morningwood oh, is yeah, presented Morningwood. in part by Kate Hudson's Perfume. If you want to smell like the Hudson, 
The best way to lure a guy in 10 days. Kate Hudson's perfume. Her perfumes are almost famous. Morningwood is brought to us by Matthew Broderick's rickshaws. <laughs> the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Warning, not available in Ireland. Yep. A subsidiary of Rick Astley's rickshaw rides. Rick Astley's rickshaw rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one, in of, one of his fabulous rickshaws. rickshaws. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's rehab clinic for when you've been addicted. <laughs> All right, Chuck. I got a couple of fun items for Morningwood this week. Rick Ashley's rickshaw rides. You won't get this from any other rides. <laughs> is that is that a different Rick Ashley song? No, it's the same one. Oh, okay. Never good. <laughs> okay. Does he have more than one song? I mean, he does, but he only has one, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, for Morningwood, uh, let's jump right into it. Have you heard about the priest in Louisiana? <laughs> of course. Okay. I bought into it. <laughs> I buy into that story. You could say it's the Louisiana Purchase. Um, yes. And what was being purchased? Sexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> so, and what was being purchased? <laughs> We're listening to so, on-air radio personality Vince Foti. <laughs> if you haven't heard the story, there was a priest in, Louis- in Louisiana. Down in Louisiana. Late at night, one of the parishioners happened to be walking by the church. As and, parishioners be parishioners. She she peeked into. This is kind of weird. She peeked in like the window <laughs> of the church, and and what did she see? The priest was having sex with Railing. with two dominatrixes. Yeah. Is that the plural of dominate is it dominatrix I would be dominatrix I? Dominatrixes. <laughs> if you know the plural of dominatrix, give us a call 808 873 <laughs> 3435. He was having sex with two dominatri. <laughs> wow. And um she decided to whip out her phone and record a little bit of it. Oh, wow. The, not the whips he wanted to see. <laughs> but also, it was weird because he was also recording it. He they, he was having sex on the altar with oh, the nice. two dominatrixes, and he was recording it, making a video of the whole thing. Wow. Which, a priest making sexual videos, isn't that the, isn't that the, the plot of um, Primal Fear starring Edward <laughs> yeah. Norton yep. and Richard Gere? But anyway, this was actually all consensual. It was two... Two consenting adults, mm-hmm. both ladies, and um, he was he was filming it. He was having a good old time. The video comes out, and boy, did this priest get in a lot of trouble when when his uh, when his video hit the hit the streets. And of course, if you're like me, you're just thankful that he's not, you know, raping young boys well, as normal priests well, do. It turned out that the he got fired. The, oh. the Catholic Church was was. Really upset about this. Not not um, a fan. He was he not a, was not a fan. He was condemned by the the arch archdiocese. Archdiocese. Yeah. Archbishop. Is there what is the archdiocese? Is that the like archdiocese a, is like the group? Okay, and yeah. then the archbishop is like a person. Yep. So he was condemned by the archdiocese. They had they ordered the altar to be removed and burned, and then they had to consecrate a new altar. Uh, and they considered this to be a huge scandal, and he was fired, which is. It's weird that a, a priest would get caught having sex with a fully grown adult woman, and that's a scandal. And that's a scandal. They, I also, think the archdiocese. Just BDSM. The, I mean, the archdiocese was really upset that he he wasn't having sex with like a young boy. Of course, if, which they would have not burnt the altar. They just would have moved him to the Bahamas. Right. They would have just moved him to a different parish. But because he was having sex with an adult woman, then um, 
You, you can't you can't do that in the Catholic now, Church. Now, of course, if I was a priest and I got caught being beat by dominatrixes, I would just say I thought the passion came early this year because <laughs> you they do. He was self-flagellating. The, yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> like and they, for those of you just tuning in, like the biscuits the and gravy show. From, um, flagellating does not mean farting. It means whipping yourselves. No, flat. That's flatulation. And then a lot. Flagellation. Flagellation. It's like a flagellum. You're beating yourself. Like you know what a flagellum is? It's like <laughs> that little tail. <laughs> Do I know what a flagellum is? Do you know what a flagellum is? Chuck? I didn't get this so, far. Not know what a flagellum is. Flagellation is when you whip yourself. Yep. What was the movie with Tom Hanks? The Da Vinci Code, where oh the guys, God. the guys whipping himself. Yeah, whipping the back. him, whipping it real good. That's also diva. Weird. Weird. Also, <laughs> ironically, the priest who got caught having sex with the two dominatrixes, um, he replaced a pedophile priest who, <laughs> who got, I, I'm assuming, just moved to a different parish. Oh, Lordy. So if you're if you're a priest, make sure you don't get caught having sex with consensual adults. Now here's the question that's on my mind: What was a safe word? <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel. Oh lordy! What would your safe word be if you were a priest? Amen. Ecclesiastes. Oh lordy! <laughs> Council of Nicaea. Deuteronomy. Ooh. <laughs> Council of Nicaea. Yeah, that's really hard to say with a ball gag in your mouth. All right, now here's the real story, Chuck. You ready for the real Morningwood story? Thanks for tuning into Biscuits and Gravy. This is Morningwood with Vince Vody. Have you heard what's going on in Tokyo right now in Japan? Ooh. No, you know what? No, I have no, no idea. All right, well, strap in because or strap Hold on, on because ah! <laughs> you're in for a bumpy ride. Uh, it turns out there is a there's a, a pornography a video company in Japan. It's called SOD, which is which stands for Soft on Demand, which not is, what you'd think. <laughs> uh, you know, just saying. Which is kind of a weird name for a pornography company. You think it would be called Hard on Demand? I think it's supposed to be Softcore Porn on Demand, or maybe Software or Software on Demand. Either way, it's a. It's a really interesting title. Soft you know what? Demand. I've actually never seen a Japanese penis because they censor it. Maybe it is soft. Maybe it is. Maybe, you know. You think they're all pushing rope? <laughs> I love that expression. <laughs> but. Uh, so anyway, a counterintuitively named uh, adult film company called Soft on Demand is opening in Tokyo an adult theme park. Nice. Um, which is theme park. I'm putting in air quotes. Um, it's really just sort of like a like a multi-level indoor shopping mall. Um, but it's going to have, it's called an adult theme park. It's going to have five floors. It's going to have like a DVD gift shop, like, mm. a, like a gift shop where you can buy like adult toys and pornographic videos Tokyo and, and stuff like that. Um, there's also, they're going to have like a photo booth. Uh, they're doing erotic massages. They're going to have private video booths, like, you know, the little beat-off booths? Yeah, I'm well familiar with the private beat-off booths. In the 70s. And... They also yeah. have something called silent bars, which is it's a one-way glass mirror where you can look into. Um, it's sort of the same thing as like a beat-off booth, where you, you look into the to the girl who's like stripping in the Ooh. in the booth. Yeah, and, they can't see you, and she can't see you, but you can see her, and but you're not allowed to talk to them. You just you just watch them and tip them or no whatever. No talking. And because it's run by SOD, Soft on Demand. They're gonna have their actual porn stars from the videos, nice working there, and you can like go and have drinks, sort of like a little do like a little cocktail session with the real porn stars from the actual videos. Wow, that's like, a good way to milk some They're gonna do like a cool little. Oh yeah, they're gonna get, be getting milked all right. Erotic massages, huh? 
Um, but so not prostitution. I don't know if it's just like they're going to have... I don't know if they're going to have happy endings, but I think it's just going to be like sexy, bikini-clad ladies giving you massages. There's a place in Vegas where you can get your hair cut while they're naked. Oh, that sounds and cool. Yeah, but... That also sounds dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if it's a good haircut or not. Uh, and then, so this is... This actually sounds pretty cool. Uh, you're gonna be able to hang out with the actual porn stars and have drinks, sort of like a, you know how they have like the the cocktail bars. Yep. Here in Hawaii, where you can hey, go. Hey Siri, and... how expensive is it to fly to Tokyo right now? <laughs> I'm sure it's probably you could probably get really cheap tickets right now. You see any good any good prices? Uh, yeah, cheap flights to Tokyo from three hundred and forty dollars. Wow. So this is in the red light district in Tokyo. Oh, and, the red light uh, district. <laughs> I was reading the <laughs> Sorry, pre- I was reading the press release and they said that. <laughs> You, of course, you're, you're reading the press release. You're going to be able to, it said, quote, you can dine and wine uh, porn stars, mm. <laughs> which is interesting because here in America, we wine and dine, mm-hmm. but because they read from right to left, I guess they dine and wine. So they- I get what you're going you, at. You dine first and then you wine there, whereas here we wine and dine. <laughs> I like to wine and dine because when you wine on an empty stomach, you get drunk faster. You get drunk faster. Yeah. And then you dine, and then you fill and up then, your stomach. When I get drunk too. I get way more munchies. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. definitely like is an aperitif. Mm-hmm. That's why people drink like aperol and stuff like that in the beginning, uh, or Open you know, a little club soda gut. and bitters. It gets the mm. old stomach juices flowing, God. and you're ready to go. I remember being so hungover where you're at night and you're about to start a comedy show, and you get the club soda and bitters. And, like, that's how I've had to go through the same thing, man. Those oh. are the days. Oh, man. <laughs> we're four years ago. We were doing comedy left and right, man. I remember I, I was doing comedy at Sunsets. Yeah. And I walked in, and it was, like, 8 o'clock at night. And I, the guy's like, you want a club soda and bitters? I was like, yeah, man, I'm really hungover. He's like, it's 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep, trust me. Nobody's, I don't want to be here either. Nobody's happy about it. <laughs> That was Morning Wood with Vince Foti. Morning Wood is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. And also by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. And of course, as we approach Halloween, I'd like to point out that the top of X videos and Pornhub both changed to the Halloween icon in the corner. And a lot more uh, <laughs> Halloween-themed pornography floating around. I love holiday-themed pornography. Yep. It's usually uh kid puts his junk in a jack-o'-lantern. Stepsister gets the candy. Mom punishes them. I have a feeling we're gonna see a, we're gonna be seeing a lot of like milfs getting their heads stuck in jack-o'-lanterns this year. Oh yeah. Or <laughs> what are you doing, step cousin? Oh lordy. All right, you ready to get into our next segment, which is... Gluttony Club. Gluttony Club. You want to do a little Gluttony Club, Chuck? Love to do a little... Mm. What is uh, cooking a comedy without a little Gluttony Club? Gluttony Club is brought to us by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Ryder. I would do stranger things to her. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of... Gravy. I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fody. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Sauce, the knowledge buffalo... Spoiler alert! Ooh, I seen a terrible movie. I'm gonna tell you about a terrible movie. Ooh, we have so much to talk about for spoiler alert. Let's give them There's so much good TV about. on right now. There's so much terrible TV on right now. Pumpkin Wars. Ah! But before you watch TV, you gotta make yourself something to eat. So let's get in the a little Gluttony Club. Mm. Gluttony Club. 
I'm so excited to talk about this, Chuck, because as you know, anybody, this is something I wasn't privy to, and then I got a text message from you at like 10 o'clock at night, and you said, have you heard about the restaurant gift card? Yep. Hawaii, being a democratic state, a.k.a. communist losers, <laughs> gave people who didn't work money to yeah. eat food. So apparently, Can you believe these communists? Anybody that received unemployment benefits during the month of September also got mailed a $500 gift card from the state of Hawaii, which is usable at any Hawaii restaurant. I'm talking Jack in the Box. I'm talking Taco Bell. I'm talking McDonald's, but it's, I'm also talking about plate lunch places. It's any, I'm talking about Mama's any fast food or restaurant. It's good for... Mm, or sit, restaurante. It's good for dine-in or takeout. Um, so it expires December 15th. So my original intention was to go to Jack in the Box and spend $500 of food. But and that I, was before you got the card. <laughs> but then I got the card and I said, why don't we do this a little bit more responsibly? So <laughs> How dare you be the responsible? The first day that I got it, I went to 808 Deli and I got about $40 worth of sandwiches. So three sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> I got two sandwiches for myself and then I got a salad for Diana. And then what? Really? She, she was in the mood for a salad. So we got her a nice salad. And of course. Next stop on the gravy train, Saladville. <laughs> And, of course, I had to get the spicy pasta salad. Oh, the spicy pasta salad? And I got some pickles to go with it. They have really good Jewish pickles. Not Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Not that good. But they are still pretty pretty tasty. Um, Did Christy, did Governor Chris Christie, your girlfriend, get her card yet? It's in the mail. I had to pick it up on the way home from the post office today. So we're excited about it. We are very places excited. like Fabiani's are doing a twenty percent discount. Yeah, a lot of places card. are doing an additional discount if you use the card there, which is even greater. So not only are not only are you dining out on Hawaii's tab, but also you're getting a, a discount just by just by using that card. Yeah, five hundred dollars. Man, this has this has been a That's fantastic year. Almost for me. five sevenths of what Trump pays in taxes. <laughs> That's <laughs> If it wasn't for all the people dying, 2020 would be such a great year. You've been out of work. Trump I've been, almost I've died. I've been on vacation for seven months. Trump almost died. I got a $500 restaurant gift card. We've ha- moved the studio to a place where we can smoke and drink. <laughs> and we can swear yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, So I think, where, where are we going to go next? Last night we went to Togoshi. Oh, I'm so excited. That's probably one of my favorite sushi restaurants in the history of sushi restaurants. Are you, are you So you're familiar with Togoshi? Oh, I'm all about 1054 Togoshi. So Togoshi, it's run by the guy who was the former head sushi chef at Morimoto's. That's right. Morimoto's. So this is a guy that knows what he's doing. Um, and then he, he went rogue and opened up his own little restaurant. It's, it's all about that rice, dude. And it's right next to Fabiani's. How it's great is that? It's a guy and a wife that run it. And they listen to hip hop music, and he has a wall of knives. Yeah, and he wants to slap me. Slash hip hop music. I was on a date with Governor Chris Christie, and you're supposed to eat sushi in one bite. Now, of course, Governor Chris Christie, very easy for Chris Christie to eat sushi with one one bite. Me, I don't have a big mouth, as you know, Vincent Fodi. <laughs> so I was taking two bites to eat some sushi, <laughs> and he slapped my hand and said I was doing it wrong. Mm. And that's how you know it's a true Japanese place, bro. Yeah. Did I mention after Tagoshi, we went, we went next door to Fabiani's, because it's right next door to Fabiani's, and that's where we got our dessert. We got some macarons, some French macarons. Are you a fan? The most. 
I they had. Uh, they I had like macarons way better than macaroons, and I love macaroons. Well, then you're probably going to be like excited. Those ones. You're probably going to be excited to find out that this week. What is this in front of me? I made. Well, this is. <laughs> this is what you stopped the show for. I stopped the show because this week I made a Philadelphia confection. They're called Irish potatoes, which is these little <laughs> balls. It kind of looks like a potato, right? Uh, yeah, I, I right. would agree. So it for our listeners, I just oblong. I put a Irish potato in front of Chuck. Um, this is like a this is like a East Coast favorite that that people make around St. Patty's Day. Mm, it's called an Irish just potato. Just in time for Halloween. <laughs> just in time for Halloween. So why don't you go ahead and, and taste that? Okay. So let me know. Let me know how you like it. This is about eyeball shaped, but kind of flattened out. It's a little no. cold. It's a little dusty on top. Did okay. I do one bite or a whole thing? Ooh, it's cinnamon. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's rolled in cinnamon, so it looks like a little mini potato. Oh, dude, this is good. Mm. Oh man. It's kind of like a. I wish table I'm eating some It's kind of like, like um, coconut. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much coconut. <laughs> it's like coconut and cream cheese. I foolishly said that like coconut ten seconds ago. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So those are Irish potatoes. Now this was something that I thought everybody knew about. You know anything? Yeah, coconut Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> This was something that I thought everybody knew about, but then when I Googled it, I found out that it's it's like a local Philadelphia thing. So I decided so I decided to make a batch, and uh, I it was very hard for me not to eat them all this week, but I wanted to save a couple so that you can try uh, one. What, what a do you sweetheart! Think? What do you think? It's not bad. Pretty good. Nice and cinnamony, really coconutty. I'm needing a lot of passion fruit, so my poops have been like maroon. <laughs> Normally they're morose, but they've been very maroon. I ate one of those dragon fruits that you gave me, and I thought I had blood in my stool. Yeah. But it turned out it was just the fact that dragon fruit stains everything purple. And then it's kind of like when you eat the seeds, The seeds don't get it, so I'm like, did I eat a bunch of ants when I was sleep eating? <laughs> a bunch of ants crawled in my mouth, possibly. Ugh, we got a Costco bag of cheese like a week ago, and I was making some for breakfast. And I was like, how did this get so light? I must be sleep eating. Oh, probably. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I came by and just took a scoop out. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. And also by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a quick shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerked meats than Paul Rubin's. Makes a great snack to take to the movies. The best snack to take uh, to the movie. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, have you tried Netflix and Chilled? The ice cream flavor from Ben and Jerry's. It is a Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor called Netflix and Chilled. It's a peanut butter ice cream. Yeah. And inside is fudge and pretzel swirls. I got it for my girlfriend, and she didn't like it. So she I got didn't to like eat it? the whole thing. Oh, well, lucky you. Uh, yeah. Well, you'd think so. <laughs> I, I got it, and uh, my girlfriend did really like it, mm. but I still ate the whole thing by myself. <laughs> I was like, you want to taste it? You know, she, she I, like, love, mm, that's I good. love getting food at restaurants, but sometimes it's $12 for a slice of pie, and Ben and Jerry's. Less than half that, and it's so good. Well, you know how Foodland gives you, like, if you spend so much money, they give you a ticket for a free item? I the got free a item of the week. Freedom, no way. The free item of the week was Ben and Jerry Pints. Oh, so, I, so I, of course, had to go try out the Netflix and Chilled ice cream, of course. which was fantastic. Together, together, forever. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Mark Hamill's Hammers. 
got a big project to tackle. It's Hamel time. You cannot give up on the gravy. And we don't give up on you guys. And this is why I want to thank you for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We love it here. Gluttony Club was brought to us by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Um, wasn't I going to yell about Biden's son and Giuliani at one point today? I thought I was going to yell about that. Did no? you hear that Borat got Giuliani? Um, right. <laughs> right. Gluttony Club was brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Giuliani says that uh, he got him. Uh, about a year ago, uh, his son, Hunter Biden, got really drunk in California, where he lives, and flew to Delaware to drop off his computer, his waterlogged laptop, at a place to get fixed. And the legally blind owner said, oh, there's pictures of Hunter Biden uh railing a bunch of Chinese slave children, and he thought, oh, I got to bet Rudy Giuliani, tech guru that Rudy Giuliani is in on this. And then Rudy sat on it for a year, which is illegal, if you know, or are in possession of childhood porn, you have to alert the authorities. And then they are going to release it this week. Mm, He was sitting on it all right. (laughs) All right, you ready to move on to the next segment show? I'm, I'm ready to move on, man. You hear that sound? That means time for spoiler alert. You didn't see any of the pictures of Biden in the crack pipe this week? No. What How it, about last week? Wait, it's it's a picture of Joe Biden with a crack pipe? No, it's a son in bed with a glass pipe near him. Okay, so? So, that's it. So what, he was smoking marijuana? Uh, or crack, they say. <laughs> why, why, would you, why would you smoke crack when you're rich? Uh, who knows? And you can just do cocaine like a normal, like a, like a normal rich person. You haven't seen any of these photos around? No. Oh my God. What, I am are inter- you even on the Instagrams? I am interested in seeing um, pictures of him railing uh, Chinese sex slaves, though. <laughs> More on that. Go to Giuliani.com. It's time for spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. Benedict Cumberbatch's pack mules. Spoiler is presented in a part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. Uh, so I got a lot to talk about for spoiler alert, Chuck. I bet you watch a lot of good TV shows. I did, but first. Do <sighs> you know what that sound means, Chuck? Ugh, it means one thing and one thing only. <laughs> it means it's time to play America's favorite new trivia no! game. <laughs> Name those trilogies. No! Vince, why do you hate me so much? I I know that you that you secretly love name those trilogies, Chuck. You want to explain to uh, to our listeners? All right. So how, how we play name show, those trilogies? Uh, what Vince does is be a super dumb nerd. It's not stupid. And make all these dumb movie references that I'll never get. It's not dumb. And then put me in a corner and then make me look stupid in front of everybody. McDonald's French fries and KFC gravy. So you uh, you give me an actor and I have to say like oh I, like so, so if you went Patrick Stewart. I would name the different trilogies that he was in. I X-Men. tell you the name of an actor who has been in more than one trilogy, and it's you try like to name that franchise. Name those trilogies. Which, if we were Trump, we could play him name that distant franchise. Uh, yes. Ah! <laughs> the answer is black voters. Okay. Oh, Lordy. So, <laughs> but he's friends with that one guy that died of COVID who was black. I mean, a lot more people died of COVID. Who, Herman Cain? Yeah. You mean he murdered Herman Cain? Did he? I thought the COVID got him. Anyway. Yeah, exactly, because he was at like a a Trump fundraiser, and I think 
Trump coughed in his mouth or something and gave him COVID. <laughs> the Corona Plate Special. You heard it here first. All right. All right. Uh, annoy the poop out of Chuck is presented in part by Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal for best supporting actress. Name Those Trilogies is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. I love Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress. <laughs> I know you do. All right. So are you ready to play Name Those Trilogies? Of course. All right. So our first actor is. All right. This this week is going to be a little bit tougher than the last two weeks. Oh. All right. <laughs> all right. For those of you at home in your car crocheting in your bathtub, please play along. Okay. Last week you got all three. Okay. Uh-huh. So I name the actor. You tell me the name of the trilogies that they were in. All right. First actor is Vin Diesel. Okay. Vin Diesel has actually been in three separate trilogies. Okay. Alrighty, so Vin Diesel, Fast and the Furious. Correct. Vin Diesel, uh, what's that movie where he has the sunglasses and he's it's dark, Pitch Black. And yeah, they made they made some movies out of those. They made three, and there's actually a fourth one coming out. Ugh, brutal. It is the Chronicles of Riddick series. Yeah, and then Triple uh, X. There's another. They made more than one Triple X movie. Did they make three Triple X movies? I don't know. Isn't that why they call it Triple X? No, the first one was called Triple X. No. <laughs> Actually, you might be right. I know that I mean, they made at least two Triple X movies. Yeah. I don't know if they made a third one. But he... Vin Petroleum, don't know a lot about it. But... Vin Diesel, know a lot about it. <laughs> but he was also Groot. Of course. In Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Oh, no. Yeah, so... Which will be a trilogy. Which is... Already a trilogy. Well, so Guardians of the Galaxy has two, but they There's are two Guardians of the Galaxies in the Marvel universe. But they also appear in other Marvel movies. Yes, he is like Groot. Endgame and I Am Groot. And do you know? And I Am Groot is not a, <laughs> not a they, movie. Do you know they didn't? Do you know that movie <laughs> Endgame and I Am Groot? No, isn't I Am Groot the one where Sean Penn plays a retarded guy? Oh lordy, <laughs> he plays a retarded tree. God, what was he doing? <laughs> You know, he was even worse. He did the movie This Must Be the Place, which I thought was going to be about my favorite talking head song ever. By the way, look it up. Boop, boop, boop. Anyway, the movie's terrible. It's a goth kid that tries to, like, reconcile with his dad, but he ends just S&D the whole time. You ever seen it? No. It's one of his last, because he, he had, like, a really good arch. You know, he was, like, a stoner kid, and then he started getting in serious movies. Arc. Carlito's Way. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and then... And then, eh, and then he played. St. Louis a re- has a really good arch. A retarded guy. Characters and I have am good Sam. Arcs. And then from down there, just boop, boop, boop. Terrible movies, though. <laughs> Let's see. Our second actor is. Oh, this one's a little tougher. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Eddie Murphy. I mean, 48 hours. Uh, not a trilogy. Oh, there's only two of them. Bummer. Okay. Well, Dr. Doolittle. Not, uh, not yes. a trilogy. Yeah, Doctor Doolittle, dude. They didn't make. They only made two Doctor Doolittle. Does the third one coming out? And I'm not just making that up for the sanctity of the show. Mm, well, he has not been in, in a third Doctor Doolittle. All right, today. so Shrek, of course. Of course, is he was one. in Shrek. He played Donkey. You give up? I do. Daddy daycare. Oh, it was Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I was conflating that with 48 Hours. Oh, no. You were thinking of Beverly Hills Cop the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll play this sound again. This there train is losing steam. <laughs> Hold on. So what? Beverly Hills Cop, and then what's a 40, there was, there was 48 Hours is with Nick Nolte. Right. And who else is in 48 Hours? I don't know. 
Is it Eddie okay, Murphy? Siri, who is in another 48 hours? But yes, Eddie Murphy was in Shrek, and he was in Beverly Hills Cop. And you know what? I thought there was three Nutty Professor movies, too, but there's only two. Really? And I also thought there was a movie called Christmas with the Clumps, which is, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no way, really? Right. Did, don't you remember in your brain a movie called Christmas with the Clumps? Uh, actually, no. Yeah, it's because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's something that I it made up, exist, like folks. New York in the fall. I'm always making up these weird, like, <laughs> seasonal movies in my brain that don't exist. Lordy. All right, here's the third one. You ready? Okay. This one's this one's a little tough also. What is Nick Cage in The October Man? <laughs> uh, the third question is Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is in the Hannibal. Of course. Red Dragon. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Of course. Right. Anthony Hopkins. Oh, crap, man. I'll give you a hint. It's He's in the Marvel Universe. Can you tell me who he plays in the Marvel Universe? Uh, what? Is he an Ant-Man? <laughs> no, he's not an Ant-Man. I don't think so. He's in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Can you tell me who he plays in the Marvel Universe? No. I can't do it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Odin. He plays Odin. Who the hell's that? Thor's father. What? Anthony Hopkins is in that movie? Yeah, he plays Thor's dad. From Anthony Hopkins' Pogo Sticks? From Anthony Hopkins' Pogo Sticks, when you want to get Hop and get Hopkins. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, lordy. We got Vin Diesel, so that that counts. I feel even worse about that. All right. So let's jump into spoiler alert. That was very anticlimactic. What I want to talk about this week is the show Primal. Oh, it's so good. Which I'm a huge fan of. You want to tell us about Primal, Chuck? Okay, so Primal, big clearly talking to my target demographic here you know how the dinosaurs and cavemen lived around the same time at the same time yes so in primal a big uh lizard that's a dinosaur they, that's what i learned from my texas uh textbooks not to be completed with lizard people who are demonic shape-shifting overlords who rule the democratic party of course uh this big lizard aka dinosaur kills the caveman's family and also another dinosaur's family and the surviving member the Red dinosaur and the big beefy handsome caveman join forces, but it's not like the dinosaur is the dog and he's the owner. The dinosaur is definitely pretty alpha sometimes. A caveman and a dinosaur team up, team up, baby, and they become partners and kill a bunch of things. But uh, the the main conceit of the show is that it's done completely without dialogue. Yep, and uh, it's, it's much like Trump's son, nonverbal. It's a. <laughs> Um, and they also had developmental problems when they were trying <laughs> to get it out of development. <laughs> um, but the, the show, it's an animated show about a guy and his Beautiful dinosaur partner. It, it showcases the sheer brutality of nature and life back in the Stone Age. And, and they do it all without, without any dialogue. I mean, there's some grunts so, in there for sure. Yeah, there's some grunts and stuff, but... I mean, it's it's so hard to tell a story where it's the ultimate. You know how in show business they say show don't tell. Well, this is this is a cartoon that that does nothing but show you. So <laughs> you you just have to watch it, and uh, it's pretty great. It's very engrossing, and and it's also very gross. It's very and, violent. And you also and gory. when you're watching it, you don't so realize you're so you're so drawn into this world that you don't realize that there's no dialogue. You just, it's you, really well done. Yeah, it's it's really well done. So, so that's on Adult Swim on, on Adult Sunday Swim. night. They uh, like at the beginning of the year they released the first half of the season, which was five episodes, and then 
just recently they started releasing the second half of the season. So and epi- it got renewed for another season. Episode six, seven, and eight are available now to stream on AdultSwim.com. Chee and I think it's also available on demand if you have on demand or something like that. It's super that. complicated and expensive. Don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Just download don't it. Don't do it. And if you have it on demand and can watch it for free, tell us how at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Also, season four of Fargo is on TV right now. You know now. what? I want to get into it, but I've really only seen the first episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen uh, the first three or four episodes. They're five deep, man, It's been with another episode being released tonight. It's been really good so far. So if you love TV or if you're a big Fargo fan, you should definitely be watching Fargo season four. Chris if you Rock haven't seen it, and Jason Schwartzman. If you haven't seen Fargo, all, I think all the first three seasons are available to stream on Hulu, so you should go watch that Spoiler alert, I think the first three seasons are better than this one. It's one of the well, Also, they also but, take place in Fargo, and but this you're, one doesn't. But you're basing that on absolutely nothing, because you've on only one seen one episode. episode. Yep. All right, but so that's exactly gonna, how I operate. I'm going to take that opinion and throw it out the window. No, just because I have nothing to base it just on doesn't disre- mean it can't be right. Disre- <laughs> that's why you vote Republican. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, ah. which is... Which is an institution comes out every year around Halloween time. Ah, they've been replaying all the old ones, dude. Uh, oh my which God. I love. I'm a big fan of all the old Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah. Um. And so this is the time After of year. After year where, fifteen, though, they af- really start eating it. Yeah. I mean, of course, the the Treehouse of Horror episodes, like. Every other Simpson episode is not really that good after season like ten or eleven, but they're, they're still fun to watch. It's one of the thing. It's one of the only Simpsons episodes that I still watch every year, and uh, this, uh, the Treehouse of Horror thirty one was supposed to come out this week, but because of the baseball game, it got pushed back to the end of the month. Y'all here? We got free tacos, by the way. Wait, what? Free yeah, tacos? Yeah, we got free tacos, dude. But it has something to do with the NC- Taco NLCS? Bell said that if somebody stole a base during the whatever game. The NLCS of, yeah, championship. That it, they'd give everyone a free taco. And they stole a base? Yep. So We're all getting free tacos? If you have the app, you can get it early, which I do. Oh. And then you can also, everybody, get free tacos on October 28th. Well, there you T-Bell. go. So. Because of baseball, you didn't get to watch the new Simpsons Halloween episode, but, but you, you do get a, taco. get a free taco. So it's a, uh, it's a little give, a little bit of taste. How do we not talk about like church in the steeple? Earlier How do we not talk about that? <laughs> How do we not talk about it? That hand thing you do with the church in the steeple and it's supposed to look like a George Open Sharon. your hams and see all the people. Open your hams. <laughs> open, open your hams. <laughs> um, uh, so I watched a, a not very scary movie called Pumpkinhead. Spoiler alert. Uh, it looks like Alien, and there's no pumpkin heads in it. So this guy's kid gets killed by a bunch of hoodlums that have expensive bikes, like off-roading expensive bikes and nice cars. Uh-huh. And they kill a kid, and then the guy goes to a witch and like, I want to get back at the guys that killed my kid. Huh. So the witch raises somebody from the from the pumpkin patch, and it turns into this monster that terrorizes the town. And then finally, when they think they kill the monster and they kill all the kids, it turns out that the guy's father, who summoned the pumpkin head, who doesn't look like a pumpkin head, people, he then gets buried in the pumpkin patch by the witch. So the next time someone summons pumpkin head, it's he who rises as oh. the and then has to kill. But it looked like alien, but it's not alien. So it's like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. But yeah. it's the pumpkin head. Yeah. And you equally as terrible. By the way, Tim Allen 
was in multiple trilogies. He was in the Santa Claus, which they made three of, believe yep. it or not. And Wild Hogs? <laughs> there wasn't three Wild Hogs movies. Felt he like was it. in the Toy stupid. Story movies, of oh, course. Toy course. Story, obviously. Wow. Um, but more on that next week when we do a deep dive into Toy Story. Name, name those trilogies <laughs> deep, deep again. Dive. <laughs> Um, let's they really see. Well, lost me in Toy Story 2, actually. The the final episode of... Well, actually, Toy Story 2 was okay. Toy Story 3 was really good. And Toy Story and 4 then Toy not Story as great. 4. Yeah. So it's like every other Toy well, Story What were they movie thinking with that spork in uh, two, Toy Story 4? Stupid. I don't know. It's Toy Story 4 is weird because I, I didn't know who to root for. Ramblings um, about the Toy Story movie is presented in part by Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. And also by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. Also, um, Lawnmower Man? The, the guy, they took advantage of a special needs kid. They <laughs> And then Pierce Brosnan. It's just like in 3D, like flip suit. It's all weird. That movie sucks too. Lawnmower Man's good. I don't um, like Lawnmower. I don't like it. I don't know if you've been watching The Vow on HBO, but the final episode of The Vow finally aired. Mm. Um, and yeah, it ends with him getting arrested. Nice. Which which just happened recently. Like I said, we were way ahead of the curve. We were so many steps ahead of the shoe shine well, on this one. We're the we're the biscuit boys, bro. <laughs> this bis- okay. If you the- start the day, the biscuit and gravy way, you're gonna be light years ahead. Of the mainstream media. So if you want to find out more about the Nexium cult and uh, and all that stuff that's been going on, you can watch the the docu-series The Vow on or HBO. Or tune into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, where we get into all the stuff that the mainstream media neglects to tell you. Uh, we also finished watching Lovecraft Country, which Ooh. was 10 episodes. Was uh, there any more super graphic sex scenes in it with dirty old men? Um, There's... There's a scene where this guy has sex with a Japanese lady, but it turns out she's a nine-tailed fox demon, and she are like, any of those tails dicks? <laughs> kind of. Wow. It's it's very sexual. So in he nature. does go to Vietnam or Korea. Yes, um, but Lovecraft Country ends pretty good. Spoiler alert: White people are not that great. Mm, the real devil is white people. <laughs> uh, I've also been watching. <laughs> I've also been watching that Jude Law show, The Third Day. Which is a, a horror psychological horror miniseries hmm. on HBO. Um, it's okay. I fi- yeah. I finally watched all six episodes, and I'm ty- I'm kind of glad that it's over, so I don't have to watch it anymore. It was okay. I've I mean, been watching uh, the great reason, pumpkin carving competitions. That, that sucks. Too. I like Jude Law, but in every Jude Law movie, don't you get the feeling that like? I agree. Don't you get the feeling that Jude Law is like annoyed by everybody? Yep. <laughs> I, even like. Even when Jude Law is playing the the protagonist, I still don't like him. I feel like he's being bothered by being in the movie. <laughs> you ever get that vibe from Jude Law? I mean, not to the same degree. <laughs> I don't know. Today's show is brought to us by Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. <laughs> Just like a colostomy bag. All right. Now, Ooh. let's talk about Netflix. You ready, Chuck? Oh, I'm I'm strapping in. I'm actually already strapped in, right? <laughs> what have I been watching on Netflix? Of course, I've been watching Hell on Wheels. Oh, Vincent Foti watching is, tons of Hell on Wheels, Which is one of bro. my favorite new shows. I'm almost done the last season. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. The Transcontinental Railroad, not built very ethically. Spoiler alert. Common dies and then comes back and then they kill him off again. Um, but even more spoiler alert. 
There's an Asian boy in the Ooh. in the show. Tell me and more then, about Asian boys. Spoiler alert! There's an Asian boy. Spoiler alert! There's an Asian boy, and then Bohannon cuts off uh, his shirt, and it turns out it's a hot Asian chick with sexy Asian boobies. Ooh! And she was a she was a girl the whole time, but she's pretending to be a boy so that they don't send her back to China. Of course, I'm just a girl um, in this world. And then her and Bohannon end up getting together. Ooh, Ooh. gets steamy. And of course, if you haven't seen Shit's Creek, that's what the trains run on, bro. They should, run on steam. <laughs> you should be <laughs> Blow the train whistle. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh my God, Shit's Creek, dude. Shit's Creek is such a fun show. So they buy the town as a joke, and then they open up. Uh, and then and af- after answers. after all of their money gets stolen by their business manager, that is the only remaining asset that they have. So they're forced to move into a, a CD motel in in the joke town that they bought. Um, but it's pretty funny. Eugene Levy's really good in it. Everybody's really good in it. It swept the Emmys. A friend of the show, John Boy, told me to watch it, and I've not I have not turned back. Vince, do you know friend of the show, John Boy? Do you know friend of the show, John Boy? You know yes. what else he told me to watch? told me to watch this show on AMC. It's it's on Hulu right now called The Terror. What? No, never heard of it. And never sort of, heard of it. It's sort of like a survival horror show. And the first season is about these people that get, it's in like the 1840s. And these Love people it. are on a boat uh, on one of those ice cracking boats that goes traveling through like the I Arctic. I wish you could do that to my back right now. And then uh, they get they get frozen in. And uh, one of those ice cracking boats in the Arctic. One of those ice breaking boats. They go yeah. through the Arctic. Well, they got they got hey, frozen Vince, in. And how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Chuck Thompson, nice to meet you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the final thing I want to talk about was Wes Anderson movies. Are you a fan of director Wes Anderson? I'm a fan of most Wes Anderson movies. I, I didn't like Moonrise Kingdom that much. I know I liked Moonrise Kingdom, but probably because I was a Boy Scout, so I kind of had a little affinity towards that part of it. And of course, I think that was the only one that I didn't absolutely love. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I actually liked it a lot. Bruce Willis, I really liked in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. So it, oddly, I was talking to my girlfriend about some Wes Anderson movies, and it turns out she had never seen any of them. None. We were talking about the Grand Budapest Hotel, um, and she had never seen it. So we started we started getting into that. And uh, I decided Grand Budapest Hotel, I felt, was a little too Wes Anderson-y yeah. to expose somebody to right away. Yep. So I warmed her up by watching Royal Tenenbaums first. Okay. We watched the Royal Tenenbaums. I would have gone uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zuzu first. Oh, well, I think we're going to watch that next. We watched the Royal Tenenbaums, and then we watched the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, and love it. Starring the the indomitable George Clooney. Oh, Isle of Dogs, bro? And we, we're also going to watch Isle of Dogs. I think we're going to watch The Life Aquatic and Isle of Dogs next. But mm. we did watch the, we did watch the Grand Budapest Hotel, and she did enjoy it very that's much. A potent, that's potent. There man. are so many cameos in that, too. Jude Law, who we talked about, is in the movie. Yeah, my thing with that movie F. is Murray that Abraham, it's entirely cameos. Edward There's Norton, Jason Schwartzman. Every, how many people can we get in this movie? And Owen Jude. Wilson's in it. It's like Oh, Owen Wilson's in a Wes Anderson movie? It's like all, Spoiler alert. Bill Murray. It's all the Wes Anderson stars in like one Wes Anderson movie. I feel like it was just leftovers from all the other movies, and they had like mosaic. Like they just cut it together yeah. out of out of other <laughs> out of other Wes Anderson movies. Um, so then we're gonna go back and, like I said, we're probably gonna watch The Life Aquatic, Isle of Dogs. We gotta watch Rushmore, which is probably, you know I've never seen Rushmore. What Rushmore is it. probably my favorite Wes Anderson movie, and it's also my favorite Jason Schwartzman vehicle. 
Yes. That's the movie that put Jason Schwartzman on the map. It did. More than Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jason Schwartzman. Sick Transit Gloria. Gloria He's a fades. cutie in that one. It just, I just, when I see him in that, I just think of the lead singer Weezer. I don't know why. They're just <laughs> interchangeable for me at that point. I could see that. But anyway, if uh, if you got some time off from COVID <laughs> and you haven't seen any Wes Anderson movies, never been a better time to binge watch some good old Wes Anderson movies. Great soundtrack to Wes Anderson movies. Oh, there's also, he did a short called The the Hotel Chevalier, and I think Natalie Portman is topless in it. Ooh. I, how have I not I can't this? confirm that 100%, but I think that- We wouldn't want to say anything scurrilous on the radio waves. I think topless in that movie. Is, is, wow. she, is she naked in um, Black Swan also? You don't see all of it, though. You don't see you don't all see, of it? What no. about What's-Her-Name from that 70s show? Also, you don't see any- Neil Kunis? No, I think it's all- Anytime you see them naked, they're transforming into swans, so it's not pretty. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, well. Anything else for spoiler alert, Chuck? Uh, Let's see here. Oh, I saw The Witches! Oh, on- With Angelica Houston, based reboot, off the Raoul right? Dahl. I didn't see the new one. I rewatched the old one. Oh, you watched the old one. Spoiler alert, they couldn't find enough ugly women in Great Britain. Hold your breath, everybody. I'm going to repeat this right now. Okay. <laughs> they couldn't find enough ugly women in Great Britain to do this. So I was, I was rewatching it, and do you know who they used for a lot of the witches to make them look like ugly people? Who? Dudes. <laughs> a lot of cross-dressing in that movie. I would say the majority of witches are cross-dressing dudes. Um. I'm offended on the behalf of women that they're giving female roles to men. I know. It's like they're they're male washing it. Of Instead of white washing it, they're male washing it. Yep. And that's Karen's view with Vince Foti. <laughs> this is Karen Corner. Oh Lordy. <laughs> I don't wear a mask and I'm proud. Uh spoiler alert, they get turned into mice, the witches die, but right beforehand, one of the witches gets fired and she ends up being a good witch and they turn the guy back from a mouse into a kid again, and you kind of get to see some childhood nudity in it, which is not what I wanted to see. Uh, Ugh, I hate so, that. That's like, remember when the Simpsons movie came out? And they're they like, had to show his PP. They're like, okay, th- what are we going to do with the Simpsons movie? It's going to be rated PG-13, which means we can do stuff that we can't normally do on TV. Are we going to show them doing drugs? Are we going to say a curse word? Nope. What do they do? They show Bart's penis. Yep. Which was something that nobody, no one wanted to had see that. Asked for except I don't know, probably like the Catholic priest, the Catholic yeah, the priest, archdiocese. Of- the, the, <laughs> the archdiocese was probably like, finally a movie we can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems so unnecessary. I was also very mad about the Simpsons movie because they had Arnold Schwarzenegger be the president instead of. Instead of Rainier Wolfcastle, who I plays know. McBain. So Dude. it's like they have an in an in universe uh, character who is supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they didn't even use him. It's like the writers didn't even know that he existed. Man, that makes me really angry. Why'd you get me so so torn up over the Simpsons movie, Chuck? That's what I do, bro. By the way, uh, The Witches is based on a Roald Dahl book. Mm-hmm. We just watched James and the Giant Peach. Oh! Last time we were over your house, we did which for dinner, doll book. which is also based on a Roald Dahl book, and the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I just mentioned, is also based on a Roald Dahl book. Nice, Roald Dahl. He's all over the place. All over the place, bro. What a cool dude. Huh? What a cool dude. Isn't there a, a drunk history about him being like a spy? Yeah. So he started off as a correspondent, uh, for... like a war correspondent, right? Yeah. 
And he did a little spy action, and then he wasn't selling anything, so he decided to write about children. And he was also, like, banging a bunch of broads, right? He was a real James Bond character. Mm-hmm. Man, real old dollars. There's nothing he can't do. Mm. All right, you ready to get into it, Chuck? <laughs> I'm into it, baby! You hear that sound? I was going to lament about this Giuliani soggy laptop and Giuliani old childhood porn, and you don't know anything about it. We're going to talk about it next week. It's, it sounds like some Facebook nonsense. That's where I get most of my information from. Right, exactly. Well, I haven't been on Facebook in months. And so. if you want to fact check anything I say. So uh, I, I'm just... only aware of actual real news, not fake news. No. Unfortunately. I get it right from Steve Bannon. <laughs> is he just like text Steve Bannon is texting you links about Giuliani? Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, that sound means it's time for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Speaking of Simpsons, Breitbart. Anyway, all right. <laughs> terrible. This is the worst show ever. <laughs> Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is proudly presented in a part by Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. And also by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mm, Tatum's! Put a little magic in your mouth. <laughs> Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. So don't forget to send in your trivia questions. Email us all your fine trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. I will review your trivia questions and ask them to Chuck live on the air. And here we go, baby. You ready to get into it, Chuck? This is what makes the show educational. Okay. It's, this is technically an educational show. All Thanks right. for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Recorded live in the Biscuit Bunker. Broadcast in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. In beautiful downtown Oakland, California. I hate you so much. <laughs> I wish you were 99% invisible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow chuck oh lordy i can't believe you said something funny all right i hate you so much all right, our first question comes from jen in san francisco she wants to know a google <laughs> the number a google is a one followed by how many zeros a million a million zeros no a google is a million million isn't it a Google is a one followed by how many zeros? Uh, in, it's I not a million million. Oh, well, then I don't know. It's a one followed by 100 zeros. Oh, that's it. Lame. Well, that's that's more than a million million. I Google. hear you, but in my heart, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. This is my Ronald Reagan response. <laughs> All right. So we're just going to, we're just going to, We'll follow that up. What on. is Ask Jeeves? We'll we'll discuss that in follow up junction next week. <laughs> My intern is giving me the death symbol. Pulling the train into follow up junction. All right. Our second question comes from Jason in Twin Falls, Idaho. He wants to know. Jason wants to know. Name an animal that is a pachyderm. I thought that was all animals, and you stuff them and you kill them. No, that's taxidermy. <sighs> a pachyderm. I'm sorry, Chuck. A pachyderm is an elephant. What? 
A pachyderm. You never heard that term? I mean, I guess, but I never knew. Ugh, I got to rewatch Simpsons as season ma- five, episode six. As a, ma- as a matter of fact, a pachyderm, even though it typically means elephant, it can also refer to a rhinoceros or a hippopotamus. It, pa- it comes from the Greek pachy, meaning thick, and derm, meaning skin. skin. So oh, it's any animal with a very thick skin, like a elephant, rhinoceros, or hippopotamus. I feel like I have really thin skin right now, bro. <laughs> but people most often refer to pachyderms as elephants. <laughs> Lordy. That right. was a hard one. All right. Our third is question. Is a buffalo a pachyderm? A buffalo is not a pachyderm. <laughs> All right, our third question comes from William in Kahului. Oh, God. And we all know- If it's freaking any Tampa Bay questions, I'm going to murder we, you, William. <laughs> I almost did ask a Tampa Bay question because the Devil Rays are in the uh, NLCS right now. Uh, all right, William in Kahului wants to know. He, It's, a, of course, a sports question because we all know sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. William in Kahului wants to know- Russell Crowe. <laughs> I hate you already. Russell Crowe plays what kind of athlete in the 2005 film Cinderella Man? Uh, it's a boxer. Boxer is absolutely correct. <laughs> I almost, without even listening to the question, was like a hockey player. Gl- <laughs> gladiator. Yeah, was the goon. <laughs> he was a gladiator. <laughs> You're thinking of Sean William Scott. Or also, wasn't The Rock in a, in a hockey movie? Ugh. Called the Tooth Fairy. No, that's not. Oh, was he a hockey player in that movie? I think The Rock played a hockey player so, in the movie The like Tooth Fairy. Like in D two, he's an alcoholic, so he has to become uh like a captain of a hockey team. And Sean William and... Scott played a hockey player in the movie The Goon. What? Sean William Scott? No way. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Sean William Scott also in multiple trilogies. We'll discuss that oh, next week. Oh, no. If it was <laughs> but, Sean Astin, I could tell you. <laughs> but unfortunately, you only got one out of three. And you know what that like means. the dumbest buffalo alive. That's the end of our show. On, Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Gummer Buns. Let Benedict go to waste. Today's show is brought to us by Steven Tyler's Hand Carve Arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust an Arrowsmith. And listeners like you. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Vincent Foti, thanks so much for stopping into the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater today. I'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, I same do, gravy I place. do live here, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and from me to you, alone.